cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. Hello and welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts this evening. Big country as always on the other end of the mic. Your favorite host? Boy, I fucked that up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Sure did. That's all good. Uh, as as you know, um, Chris is working some funky hours, so he's not on this episode with us. Although I bet you he wished that he was on this episode. Yeah, for sure. So we have an, uh, a special guest um, that had reached out to us, wanted to come on the show, so we would told him that we'd love to have him, and he's going to be talking about an episode that we did very recently on the show. Um, Flat Earth. Is it flat? Is it round? Is it square? Is it shaped like a donut? Is there a hole in the middle? Are dinosaurs real? What's space? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Wait, which part? <laughs> uh, space is real. Dinosaurs are real. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, before we introduce the guest tonight, <laughs> um, of course, we've got to do a little bit of the business. Uh, can check out our website wbconspiracies.com uh, a lot of great stuff on there we have an active shop where you can search some some t-shirts uh, some documentaries that are available which also interestingly interestingly enough all of the documentaries that we have are banned from YouTube so those are fun yeah <laughs> we're like the library that the Nazis didn't get to yet <laughs> <laughs> Come get your info before the Nazis burn it. Yeah, so um, if you didn't see our last post on Instagram, uh, we are completely off Twitter. After they're like, hey, you know what? Child porn? Cool. So we were like, nope. Not yeah. <laughs> we're not. As long as you say it's artistic, good to go. G2G with the kids. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, uh, you know, thankfully, as we've said before, uh, Jack Dorsey can start that church in the desert that he's been dressing the part for. So good for him. <laughs> uh, what, what, what did we say that his, his church was going to be called? Oh, dude, we're still working on a name. I mean, we did we did call out the child bride thing right before he okayed child porn. So <laughs> we, did. <laughs> we did. We're. We're over the target. <laughs> yeah. So if you're, if you're looking at joining his church in the desert, be sure to be ready to give up your wife. So. Yeah. And hook up with a fucking nine year old. <laughs> but it's it's art, baby. This is show business, right? <laughs> show, business. <laughs> show business, baby. Oh, boy. That's dark. Um, you can follow us on <laughs> you can follow us on Gab, though, uh, at WB Conspiracies. Um, we do have a Patreon plan. Not sure of the release date. We're kind of ironing out some details as to exactly how it's all going to go. But uh, a really cool thing uh, that we have going right now, and we'd love to have you, is our Discord. Um, so if you want to join that, there is a link in our link tree in the description of our Instagram. 
You can click on the link and join the conversations. Although I should warn you, be prepared to wake up with about a thousand red pill messages in the morning from people you have no idea who they are. Oh, yeah. The, the nice thing about the Discord, though, is it's not all red pills. Like, we got a meme section. <laughs> we got a jujitsu and MMA section. We got a whiskey and beer section. And then you got the deep shit. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, not deep as the hole that Hunter Biden is currently in. So, <laughs> so uh, anyways, um, hopefully you guys enjoy tonight's episode featuring David Weiss about Flat Earth. So enjoy. Yes. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, we are joined by a very very wonderful guest um we tried to have him on the show earlier and then there's just um i'm retarded so i couldn't <laughs> get his like he had this complex calendar thing and i'm like trying to get the dates in and it just got screwed up um so anyways well, we have on tonight's show mr david weiss joining us to talk about flat earth one of my favorite topics david thanks for joining us brother Flat Earth. It's 2021. There's still people that think the Earth is flat. That's crazy. <laughs> right. There's still the people problem, that believe. You had, the There's still you had a problem with my calendar. The, one. <laughs> the reason you had a problem with my calendar is it only works on a spinning. I mean, well, whatever. On a spinning globe. I lost a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a joke for you. Joe Biden is our president. So. Yeah, that's a joke. That's <laughs> no, man. But uh, really excited to talk to you on on, on uh, the show tonight. And and I um we have we've done a, a flat Earth episode. Um, that was kind of I was kind of the 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 driving force of that because I am admittedly a flat earther. Stupid name. Um, <laughs> but this was own after it. we had 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 conversations for since basically we started the show about. You know, when are we going to do a flat Earth episode? Because boy, and our other host Chris is not with us, but um, I think has maybe turned on to flat Earth now a little bit. Yeah, Chris for sure. Yeah, it's it's um, amazing that you know anybody that actually has the courage to look at it honestly, you know, becomes mm-hmm. a flat Earther. That says something right there. Yeah. And how long, David? How long have you you've been looking into this yourself? Like six years, give or take. Six years, yeah. I was I'm probably half of that. It took me two and a half, three years before I was like, "Hey, I, I'm pretty sure the Earth's flat." <laughs> and you know, we've we've had discussions about it, and I th- I think Boya does make a valid point about it as as far as at the end, like, okay, let's just say it is flat. Like, there's also satanic pedophile baby farms out there. So can we let's. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's so that's always been well, my argument about flat earth is it's not so much. I, I don't want to say that I don't care because obviously the lie is is what we should be caring about. Right. But um, it's always been like like the country said at the end of the day, we still got to fight all of this other crazy shit that's going on. <laughs> so let me let me address that. The reason that I'm on this binge, try to get this information out there with all of the craziness that's going on in the world. And I agree with your statement. Like, you know, what does the difference as a shape matter when we have all of this insanity, you know, evil satanic stuff going on? And the answer to that is it's 
the reason they've been getting away with it for all mm-hmm. of this time is because people are lost in space, spinning out of control and mm-hmm. don't know what power they have. They've been depowered. They've been programmed mm-hmm. into thinking that they're just um, they have they, they have no power and there's right. nothing they can do about it when the opposite is the truth. Imagine all of the people waking up tomorrow to flat earth and realizing there's a creator and reuniting as one force. Mm-hmm. Would the elite be able to do anything? They'd be dumb. They'd be toast. They'd be hanging from the light poles if they're lucky. Yeah. And, and all of it would end instantaneously. So to, to be able to make rational decisions in this world, you need to know where you are. Now there's people that have found God that are doing well. Um, I'm not saying you can't do it, but when you know that you're the center of creation, that you know that you're uh, have God given free will, that you know that you have these powers that they don't want you to even believe exist, um, that changes everything. So the shape of the earth, I don't care what shape it is. It's the lie that matters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it's, it's the lie of who we are and, mm-hmm. uh, and what this place is. Got you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's, um, <laughs> Call it, you know, there, we've had discussions about like, you know, Q on the show and the Great Awakening. Um, and and I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to do an episode where we address what took place with the election, the inauguration, where we're at now. You know, whenever that episode comes out at the end of February, 30 days after, you know, Obama's been supposedly sworn in. That Obama, nice. <laughs> uh, that Obama's supposedly been sworn in, right? Yeah. Because it's Obama's <laughs> third term or whatever. Um, that. <clears throat> We see this this veil that's almost been lifted on so many people's eyes because I think now the illusion of choice has just been completely shattered with this election and everything that's gone on for the past mm-hmm. two, three months. And I wonder now, I wonder if flat earth will no longer in, in two years, three years, four years, no longer be considered ridiculous by people in the truth community that just don't want to touch that topic. I wonder if they're going to be like, okay, let's talk about it. Well, that's already happening. It's amazing. You know, when I, when I brought up uh, flat earth on deep inside the rabbit hole six years ago, people were freaking out. People unsubscribe, people just yelling at us, all sorts of stuff. But then, you know, a small percentage of them came over. But now I'm doing shows like, you know, Sam Tripoli, Veritas Radio, SGT Report, and their entire audience are flipping over. You know, Owen Benjamin, Mm -hmm. all of the bears know the earth is flat. Okay, so it they're coming over in droves. Where um, I'm doing tw- I, this week, I have 25 interviews set up. Oh my okay? god! Jesus. And and six years ago, all of those people would tell me to fuck off and get, <laughs> yeah. you know and, and and to go seek mental health. So yeah. it's coming around. And I'm not saying uh, this reset that's happening right now could very well because be because of flat Earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if people wake up to the flat earth, the elite lose all power. All yeah. the power is gone. So you guys familiar with my interview with Ruth? I, I'm not. I nope. know that. <laughs> so Ruth. back in uh, February of 2020, almost a, a year ago. It was about seven uh, years ago. <laughs> no, one year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, Based on I, how I 2020 feels like a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was actually her birthday, 103rd birthday yesterday at oh, the time wow. of us recording this. But I interviewed her. She was 102 years old. And we we're talking about the World's Fairs. And she, <laughs> had, as, as a child, went to um, some of the World's Fairs in New York. And 
she was just telling me all about it. And she had such a great memory. I asked her where she went to elementary school and she remembered the name, the street, the teacher, the kids in her class. And I said, what did they teach you in science class about the earth? And I had never mentioned flat earth. And she looked me in the eyes and she goes, they taught me the earth was flat. This is in Connecticut in the 1920s. Okay. So then we started looking further. We found newspaper articles about um, teachers being persecuted in the early 1900s for trying to teach heliocentrism. Mm -hmm. We found, uh, we we actually found a woman, uh, an old woman from Croatia, was that in the 1930s, all the schools taught flat earth because, and that everyone in the country knew the earth was flat back then. So the fact that, you know, History, his story says that we've known we've known for 500 years. That's complete and total nonsense. Yeah. We've known for a hundred years, or we've been lied to only for a hundred years. The mm-hmm. Earth is flat, testably, provably, measurably, observably, repeatedly flat. Yeah, that's something that's so interesting, and I, and I don't think we brought it up in the episode that we did, Boya, but you could arguably say that the information that the Earth was was being told as flat not that long ago could have now been uh, lost in the last reset when we were doing that um episode with ryan alexander about tartaria and the mud flood yeah that completely fucked my entire understanding of what i thought i knew um right. and i kind of wonder if that's part of what got buried well that's that was going to be my question is it like do we have any old copies of textbooks um i know you said you found some some uh newspapers and things like that yeah. uh but I'm wondering, I mean, I don't know how like shirt up the curriculum was back in the thirties, you know what I mean? Uh, but I'm wondering if we could find like course notes or, 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 or textbooks or something with, uh, with that type of study in it. Some, somebody just found in their grandmother's attic, they sent me some pages, a uh, teacher's manual um, from the 1920s or thirties. Maybe it was even somewhere around there, give or take. And the, it was basically teaching them how to talk to kids about the earth mm-hmm. and that they're not allowed to show them a map of the earth until they teach them about the globe using a physical globe. So that was the beginning of the indoctrination right there. They weren't mm-hmm. even allowed to show them flat maps of the, you know, a flat map yeah. of the world. They didn't want they didn't want to they wanted to start them off with their base thought of a globe. Okay. It's all, it, it's all, in, it's all crazy. And, and then in, uh, in the 1959 uh, version of Encyclopedia Americana before Britannica, there's a uh, passage in there about the uh, Antarctica at 85 degrees South, that there's a dome at 13,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we talked about that boy in our episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I, I know we had, uh, Tim and I can never remember his name. The, the scientist we had on, uh, when we discussed, um, Einstein and his theory. Oh, Mark Fiorentino. Yeah. Yeah. And cause the whole discussion we had, I think one of the biggest questions when it comes to flat earth is the gravity issue. Right. Um, yeah. but I think the way Mark explained it, uh, was pretty good. Um, because it wasn't theoretical physics, right? It was just basic nitty gritty science. And what did he say? Cause I have uh, my, my, uh, my theory. Well, so, you know, in flat earth, like there's like sex of flat earth, right? There's like different right. belief sy- systems in flat earth. Some flat earthers believe 
the earth is flat and it's stationary. Some believe that it's a flat disc flying through space. Some believe space. Nobody, nobody believes that. That's a, that's the flat earth society, which is a disinformation government website. Okay. Okay. So I've met thousands and thousands of flat earthers. None of them believe that. So that's just to make you think that some of us believe that. Zero of us believe that. Right. So I, I couldn't honestly couldn't tell you the difference yeah. between <laughs> those two. So, but so, but I appreciate the because I, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? So uh, but I have you know, if people people Google flat earth and they're like, you know, uh, you know, let me see the images, images of flat earth and Google will just feed them stuff from the flat earth society, mm. which is, um, you know, a disc floating in space um, like like this. Yes. Okay. Or or a flat pancake, you know, with a heliocentric, uh, you know, with with other balls up there. Nobody believes that. That, that mm. that's not how the flat Earth is. <clears throat> you know, I'm sure you guys are aware. We live in the Antarctic basin. We live in a giant Earth pond, and the edge of the pond, the shoreline, is the highest land on Earth that we call Antarctica. Okay, and it holds the waters in. Large bodies of water at rest lay flat, measurably flat, testably flat, provably flat, observably flat, and I always say, how can you, how many stretches of flat water does it take to make a sphere? And the answer is. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make a sphere. It's flat. (laughs) Um, My, my biggest question is why haven't we seen the edge? You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I'm not sure. As far as you know, the population goes. Whether it's seven billion, whether it's seven hundred thousand, we really don't know. Or, but or one billion. That's exactly. Big, I've, I've been looking into that. Um, but That's a fascinating one. It, yeah, it truly is. Yeah. But as as far as that goes, I, I honestly, I just want to see the edge. So, is the is the idea okay? The graphic you have behind you is that basically the idea of what the Earth is, and where where yeah. does Antarctica end? on the outside portion of the dome. Well, Antarctica is just goes out and we don't know. We're not allowed. No one's allowed to go out there. It's uh, it's off limits to everybody in a treaty from 1957 Mm -hmm. that goes for um, until the year 2041. No one's allowed to go there. But if you sail to, if you are allowed to go there, you know, for a tourist, um, They'll show you the edge and the ice wall. People go, where's the ice wall? Well, there's millions and millions and millions of pictures and a whole bunch of videos of the ice wall. It's just, it's not a wall. It's the shoreline of the, of the world pond. Mm -hmm. And what is out there? Well, no independent travels allowed. Why the heck is that? You know? Yeah. And you can't take uh, airships because they got rid of airships with the Zeppelin, you know, the Hindenburg uh, crash. They, they demonized, uh, hydrogen, and then NASA owns most of the world's helium companies and is the largest consumer of helium because they're launching balloons holding satellites. Mm-hmm. And they're telling us that they're falling around the Earth in space when, in fact, they're hanging from balloons. Hey, what's up, Truth Hooligans? Big Country here from Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast, your favorite podcast. Listen, what a year 2020 was, and 2021 isn't getting any fucking better. Holy shit, it's crazy out there right now. You know, our show has reached new heights that we never thought possible before, but because of you guys, the listeners out there, and when I say guys, I mean guys and girls, we have almost reached our goal, fund me. Our GoFundMe is almost complete. We have two mics, 
bought, purchased, paid for because of you and all your support. We have one left to go. Our goal is about three quarters of the way done. We're lacking about 400 bucks right now. And we're not stopping yet. More shows, more videos, more content, more interviews, more merchandise, a Patreon coming at the end of this month. And this campaign for the GoFundMe, we're just asking you to help us get this last little bit done so we can get this last mic. So that way, as podcast hosts and providers of truth, because we're the truth hooligans, we want to make sure that you, our listeners, have the best quality episodes when we're dropping truth nukes into your ear holes. Okay, no more muffled sounds, no scratchy background echoes or hollow sounding voices. We want our sultry voices to soothe your pineal gland as we slowly scrape the plaque off of your third eye and lift the shroud of illusion that has been placed over all of humanity throughout the decades. That was amazing writing by myself. Getting these mics would be such an amazing accomplishment for the show, and we would greatly appreciate any support you, the Truth Hooligans, could show us during these wild times. The content that we will provide will always be top-notch, and we stand by that. We will never stop, and we ask that you help us reach our dreams of doing this podcast full-time and bringing our show to the next level so we can provide top-notch audio to you, the Truth Hooligans. So go to GoFundMe, search hashtag fund the hooligans or just type in whiskey beer and conspiracies podcast will pop right up throw us a fiver or a tenner um throw us 20 bucks no more than that i know things are tight right now for everybody but make a donation today and we would greatly appreciate it and uh, if you're new to the show thank you so much for stopping by and welcome to the nebuchadnezzar that's fair i i think the graphics that you're showing right now is, is so fascinating because that everyone, that's that's something that we've that I've come across too. That like, show me the wall, show me the edge. Well, one, we we'll also have to we're pre presupposing that there is an edge, and maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But the, there, the, well, I there's think no that's a edge in our that we're allowed to see. And so if there mm-hmm. is an edge, well, we're not allowed to go there. Mm-hmm. They don't want us to see it. But I don't think there is an edge. And when when somebody says, "How come there? You know, where to? Where's the? How come there's no pictures of the ice wall?" Um, Rather than show them the pictures of the ice wall, I just ban them forever, forever asking a question again in my <laughs> in my presence because they, that's somebody that just does zero research and wants wants to be spoon fed everything. And if it doesn't agree with their indoctrinated core belief, they they just won't hear it. So again, there's people that you can't wake up, you know, and I just I mm-hmm. can spot them pretty quickly, and they're just gone. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that we talked about too on our episode. Um, cause one of the other things that I kind of come across and so I'll say this and then, and then David will kind of give you, we'll give you the floor to, to present the, the flat earth, um, argument. And, and I will, we would like you to present it in a way that pretend we're like, pretend I'm not a flat earther and boy has no idea what you're talking about. So that way our audience can know as well. But, um, we had talked about on, on our episode that we did that, you know, a, a lot of people have a hard time believing that there's no way that they could keep this covered up because there's too many people, there's too many governments, there's too many people that would, would want to leak this out. And I'm like, well, think yeah. about it this way. They just convinced the entire world to shut down and stay in your home for the flu. And that's completely unverifiable. You can't see, you can't touch it, you can't taste it. I didn't get it. My wife didn't get it. Boy, I didn't get it. None of his family got it. I don't still, I mean... My brother said he got, he's like, I feel like I have a cold. And just because you took a test that a, a little green dot right. came up or whatever that said, yep, COVID. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a sense of taste and smell. Nope. 
Hey, so when you get sick, a lot of times you lose your sense of taste and smell, but it's not a big deal because you're sick and you don't want to eat anyway. Yeah. Okay. But it was never a thing and people just never really paid attention to it. But now they're like, oh my God, I can't taste and smell. I must have COVID. You know, it's, it's nonsense. It, it is. Don't get me off on the COVID tangent. <laughs> we're down that rabbit hole and we'll never come back out. Yeah. Um, so go, go ahead, David. Present it, present the flat earth. I'll use the, I'll use the word theory just for the sake of the argument. Yeah. Well, it's the globe theory. It's the flat earth evidence. Let me guys, let me show you guys my app. Are you familiar with my app? Um, I've, I've seen it just a bit, but I don't think boy has seen it. So let me, let me show you. And the reason I made this app is so I can show people what the flat earth um, looks like and how, how it works. So real quick, I'll take about two minutes, not even. The sun goes around once a day and it keeps track of the hours and the days it laps the moon once every 28 days. So the position and phase of the moon keep track of the weeks and the moons. Okay. Mm-hmm. used to be called moons, believe it or not. Jeez. So wow. they just make a circle path around the earth and they migrate in between those two yellow lines of the <laughs> Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn. If I turn on the stars, the stars are doing the same thing. The 12 zodiacs are circling around in their fixed positions and they're going slightly faster than the sun. So each zodiac that's trailing the sun will catch up to the sun and the sun will hang out in that zodiac for a month. After a year, it resets and you're back to the beginning again. You go out tonight, look at the stars at 10 o'clock, midnight, whatever. Next year, same night, same time, those stars will be in the exact same position. You know, if we lived in, lived in this heliocentric beehive that they tell us, um, none of that would happen. Mm-hmm. So if I turn on the time zones, you can see that... Right now, it's 7 a.m. in Eastern Australia, and it's uh, 5 p.m. in Central Africa. So it shows you how the time zones work. Wherever the sun is, it's noon, and uh, there there are the times. So let me show you how the seasons work. Um, if I uh, if I if I move the sun to June, March, April, May, June. So there's the sun in June. It's over this inner north. It's on its innermost track and the inner Northern lands have their summer. Okay. It, because the sun is closer and higher in the sky. Imagine an airplane flying right over your head at 10,000 feet. There's another one at 10,000 feet. That's paralleling that that's 30, 30 miles to your South. Mm-hmm. You look over that one in the South. That's your winter sun. It's lower in the sky. It's just going around. The other one, is over your head, closer, higher in the sky. So that's how the sun works, and uh, it migrates in between. So right now, the you know the outer south is coming out of the height of their winter, I mean height of their summer, and it's getting colder because the sun is moving its way back in. And then come uh, you know in a couple of months, it'll be June, May, June, and we have our summer. So that's how that works. The the, here's how the compass works on the flat earth. The north is the magnetic center of the earth. Okay, there's a, um, a magnetic mountain there, some people believe, but we're not allowed to go there. But there's, there's some sort of magnetic force that all compasses point towards the north. So if you want to dead reckon east, you have to follow your compass 90 degrees. Well, 90 degrees, you have to keep turning to the left. 
to maintain 90 degrees because that compass needle always has to point towards the center and you can go all the way around and you could think you went around a ball, but you just sailed around a lake. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just made a circle around the center of a lake. West is the same thing. What nobody has ever done, nobody's ever gone south over Antarctica and popped up in Australia because you can't. Okay. Um, I'll show you how I'll show you that on another graphic in a second, but what I tell people is every day there's a new video that shows up here, featured video of the day. Watch that video every day for two weeks, short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. And at the end of that two weeks, if you still think the earth is a globe and can send me one proof, I'll refund your $2.99 and I'll give you a Bitcoin, okay? <laughs> a full Bitcoin. And uh, I'm pretty confident that you won't be able to, but before you do it, you got to hit the question mark. And up come all the questions that you're going to ask. You know, what about circumnavigation? What about ships over the horizon? If I clip ships over the horizon, up comes a playlist of videos about ships over the horizon that'll show you wow. what you, what's really happening. And this is stuff that YouTube's hiding from you. And then if you go over to the, the web button, we have all other resources over there. Curve calculator, debunking uh, the debunker videos, bottom right, mud floods. If you click oh that, bring food and water, um, you know, feature length movies. Uh, You're about to get two ninety nine, buddy. You're about to get <laughs> yeah. two ninety nine. Yeah. Different uh, languages for people non English speaking. Um, it does a bunch of things. It also has, you know, if you click the weather, up comes your local weather. So, you know, what to put on in the morning. Uh, it does a lot of a lot of uh, cool stuff in it. So there you go. That's the flat earth, sun, moon and zodiac clock app available for ios you have to have a six uh, iphone six or better or android you have to have operating system 8.0 or better and uh, i think most of us in in, yeah. in would have that mo- mo- yeah. most of us but some you know if you go look at the reviews people are like i never paid for an app before this greatest app ever but then you hit the reviews is your app sucks it's not working with my phone from 1991 you know <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not working on my sidekick. I don't get what's going on. <laughs> yeah. um, so I so um, I have a question because that graphic you presented with the clock and everything, I've never seen that before. Yeah. It, and so it it makes your explanation much more clear than just explaining it. Um yeah. but how how what about um lunar eclipses? How how does that fit into flat earth? Lunar eclipses are assuming that the earth is uh, making a shadow on the moon. Mm -hmm. So if my microphone is the sun and this fist is the moon, the earth kind of has to come in between to make that shadow, right? Mm -hmm. And the shadow would be right here. But when you take a sphere, a single source light and a sphere and try to cast a shadow on another sphere as you move it across it, it doesn't go in as a perfectly curved shadow and exit like we see it comes in as an ellipse mm-hmm. it spreads out and then it leaves as an ellipse mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but if you took a straight edge and i'm not saying this is what does it the straight edge will kind of make you see the same curve all the way through because the moon is curved mm-hmm. but the, there's been over a hundred eclipses not a hundred fifty seleninian eclipses where the moon the, the the observer can see the sun and the moon above the horizon and then the eclipse already starts and it's coming in from the top of the moon. Mm-hmm. So 
it's something else completely that's causing that shadow or dimming of the moon. We don't even know what it is. Is so, it, could could that possibly be um, Nerebu or Planet X? And some so, some some people uh, believe you know some ancient uh, not not ancient some past civilizations believed in uh, K two and Rahu, which are mm-hmm. dark bodies in the sky. Very well, could be. I've actually modeled it where um, it, the sun and the moon, the source of them could be within or above the firmament and we're just seeing reflections of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I actually have a video. Um, if you click the eclipses button under the frequently asked questions, uh, there's some videos in there that'll blow your mind on what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So again, anything above our head or beyond the shoreline of Antarctica, we are speculating, but we can do experiments that can replicate these things way better than a globe can. And one thing we know for sure is it's not the earth that's causing that shadow, but you know, Bill Lye, the lion guy and Neil deGrasse Tyson, the high priest <laughs> of scientism will, will say, well, if it was a disc, you know, it could have us, you know, it could go in and, and make a sliver line. You know, that's the dumbest thing ever. No flat earther thinks that. Mm-hmm. So, so again, eclipses, you got to watch the videos because they really have great um, visuals to, to help understand. Okay. So my, my next question is, is space real or is, no. are we, okay. Can we, can we get into that please? <laughs> again, again, if space was real and it was a vacuum, well, we live in a high pressure system with air the vacuum of the space should suck all the air right off the earth. And the only explanation the ballers can give is that gravity is holding columns of air to the earth. Okay. Gravity is holding it, but the vacuum of space, we can't even create a vacuum as strong as the, as a pure vacuum in space. We, you know, the, the NASA has a uh, vacuum chamber. Yeah. The walls are like 11 feet thick. Yeah. It's, it's a giant chamber. Yeah. So, and if you poked a hole in that, would air go right in there? Sure would. If, you know, it would suck everything. Right? It would suck a human through a little hole, right, with that amount of vacuum. But space can't pull the air away. Me, with my lungs and my mouth, just creating a little low pressure in my mouth can suck water through a straw up and away from Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay? How's the gravity? How come gravity isn't holding that down from my vacuum or, or just low pressure system? It's complete nonsense, mm-hmm. um, the idea of space. So many flat, earth, flat earthers say, well, uh, you, you need a physical barrier or you're breaking the second law of thermodynamics, which says you can't have high pressure next to low pressure without a physical barrier. I don't think space is a vacuum. I do think it's a physical barrier, but that's me. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. right? If space is water, you know, look at NASA. Everything they talk about in space is nautical terms, like the sea of tranquility, ships, docking, everything. It's all nautical terms. So something's <laughs> up with that. But if you think about a bubble stuck to the bottom of a pan of water, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're boiling water, whatever. You got a high pressure system inside that bubble. You got the flat earth, the, the, the surface of the pan. And you have water above supported with a non-physical barrier. You know, mm-hmm. is it just pressure that's holding it up? Because think about this. When you've ever been in a hurricane, you know, the amount of water that comes out of the sky, it's like, where yeah. is all that water coming from? Well, that's a really low pressure system. Maybe it's letting the waters from above in to the storm, and then it's just the, the wind is just distributing them. Maybe mm-hmm. it's low pressure into what I call primary water. Mm. 
Interesting. That's so interesting. And I think we, we, we talked about it on the episode that we did because Dave, I'm actually writing um, a book about flat earth and uh, oops, at some point it'll be out probably this year. Um, but we had discussed the fact that the government did these experiments in, I think it was the fifties with, you know, um, operation high jump. And then you had project Dominic when they were shooting these missiles, call them nukes, call them not. I personally don't believe in it nukes, but they're shooting missiles up at what could arguably be considered a dome, the dome, whatever that may be, which sure I think is a something st- up there. Stupidest idea. If we're being held in here, we're probably in here for a reason. So let's not poke holes in that. But I, I thought it was very interesting too that uh, when you had discussed that NASA does all of their, they even do all of their training in these underwater. <laughs> pool giant pools where they have a model of the ss uh, or the iss right. they do all this training uh, oh there you go yeah in underwater and there and i think the reason they stopped doing iss live feeds is because they kept getting caught with bubbles and then there's that bubbles video of that rat crawling across the you know the the burner or whatever <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The now, now they're saying it's frozen oxygen and every launch now they're like oh look there and they're, they've added more of it because they got caught with something so now they're, they're they have to make up the story they had literally had a launch today and they the guy was talking about look oh more more rats in space you know because they're <laughs> listening to us and uh, and but they're saying it's frozen oxygen dumbest thing ever yeah yeah, well, we're, you know, we're in this age of information where it's getting harder and harder for people to hide things. Um, and I mean, even if you're not a solid believer in flat earth, I definitely think it's um, your due diligence to look into it. You know what I mean? Uh, as Eddie Bravo likes to say. But, you know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> they just don't like people looking into anything that is going to change the official narrative, whatever it may be, whether it's flat earth, whether it's pedophilia, whether it's, you know, corrupt politicians, things like that. Um, One thing that is intriguing to me is the thought of hollow earth. Um, And I'm wondering if, if we get outside of the ice wall, is that something you think that we might find? Cause there's, there's plenty of stories beyond, you know, the wall and what could be in Antarctica uh, in relation to hollow earth. Yes. Yeah, so- All right. Truth hooligans. I want to tell you about our amazing friends over at Dr. Cowan's garden. That's right. The Dr. Thomas Cowan, a practicing holistic doctor in San Francisco who has revolutionized health with healing your body through a clean diet and natural medicines. You may recognize him through numerous videos, lectures, discussing many different topics concerning your health. And when it comes to viruses and the integrity of some tests that are being used to prop up the pharmaceutical industry's mass hysteria operations. Dr. Cowan and his family have created a way to benefit your body by inputting clean, healthy toppings that you can add to your already existing diet. Dr. Cowan's Garden has created powerful vegetable powders 
that you can add to your already existing recipes and use them as seasoning. Each of these jars contains roughly 50 teaspoons of a single teaspoon serve and a single teaspoon serving of Dr. Cowan's Gardens powdered vegetables equates to a full serving of cooked vegetables. Parents having trouble with stubborn toddlers not wanting to eat or finish their vegetables. Not a problem. Throw a teaspoon of this shit on top. Boom. Full serving of cooked vegetables. We're excited to work with Dr. Cowan's Garden by clicking the link, your new unique promo code, Dr. Cowan's Garden, to receive 15% off your entire order. Change the way you view what you put in your body and see how these products can change your life. Well, I think that there could be other layers above us, if you li- above and below us. And if you listen to Santos Bonacci, he's got like the seven layered earth. It makes a lot of sense. It's a it's above my understanding fully, but Santos really kills it. And if you if you got a month, you'll start watching <laughs> his stuff and and you'll and you'll learn now. Um, I believe that the hollow my my opinion this is just my opinion. The hollow earth theory was um, brought up because maybe there is an entrance. Maybe there's an entrance in the north to mm-hmm. a lower realm. Okay, but I think it was brought up to make people uh, it, to gatekeep people into believing in a hollow earth, hollow mm-hmm. moon. That but that's still a heliocentric world. Mm-hmm. As long as they you still believe that you're a random speck in a heliocentric world and not a, uh, you know, an intelligently designed world, they still have you where, where they want you. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to believe that we didn't, we didn't go back to the moon because there was aliens there and they told us not to come back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Why would they go back? And then right, the yeah. answer is because we never went. Yeah, I that that's a I, we're going to do an episode on the moon, too, because the moon is just this mysterious thing anyways. And I love I love scientists when they say, um, you know, we have seen the dark side of the moon. We see it every new moon. I'm like, you can't see it during a You can't see the moon during a new moon. So right. you can't and during say a that new moon. If you're on the moon looking at the earth, you have a full earth, right? Like a full moon, mm-hmm. because that's because of the lineup and the brightness of the earth reflectivity is way bigger and brighter than the reflective of the dusty, dirty ball moon. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> How come the earth shine doesn't light up the moon? You know, at least the same brightness as the moon lights up the earth. You ever been away from the city's lights on a full moon? You oh, could, yeah. you don't need a flashlight. You can walk, you can read, mm-hmm. you know, it's casting shadows on the ground. Uh, the earth shine should light up the moon enough that even during, you know, especially during a total solar eclipse, you should be able to see the face of the moon, but you don't. Yeah. And it's something that Ryan Alexander actually brought up. There's plenty of um, evidence to support the idea that the moon is actually its own local light. And the temperature from the moon is a cold light as instead of a hot light reflecting off of an object. Yeah, um, I, I I just brought that up on a previous interview, and the guys short circuited. They were like, "No way, it doesn't work. It's light, well, you know. It's photons. Well, it, you know, like, even yeah, even if you yeah. believe in a globe Earth, the moon is still strange. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the you have to the believe this is, dusty, dirty ball <laughs> is reflecting light two hundred thirty thousand miles that looks this bright. Yeah. Okay. When you start, you know, in using the inverse square law of light, which reduces its brightness by you know by a quarter every time you double the distance it's insane yeah so you know if this picture is let's say it's 100 yards away from the sky 200 yards away it would be a quarter of this brightness mm-hmm. okay? yeah 400 yards away 
it would be a 16th of this brightness. Yeah. Right. Go all the way to earth. It'd be one ten millionth of the, this brightness. And this is what we say. <laughs> it's, 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 it's laughable. It's and I, laughable. Think, I think it's China. They want to launch like three artificial moons. And so yeah, that right mean, there was a these giant guys that, la- that launched this onto the moon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Watch their, their, their recent uh, video their, their, of the moon landing um, where they, a couple weeks ago, they went and they got some dust. It's <laughs> South Park rejected it because they're like that's that animation's too crappy. <laughs> <laughs> right here, here, this is what I ask many many shows: Is this a- actual moon footage of the of the lunar lander connecting with the orbiter after they were playing golf on the moon, <laughs> or is this a rejected clip? From the South Park, we went to the moon video because the animation sucks. <laughs> you got to remember, there's two full grown men in there with diapers that are, you know, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at it. This, this is what they put, they show us as real. This is real from NASA. That's right? what's so funny is I think that there was a comedian that brought it up, um, a skit that he did, and he was talking about the uh, like the first moon landing, right? And there's that picture of Mark, this video Mike, that Mike, um, Math Boylan. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, and there's this there's this video that follows the lander as it lands on the moon. And then they take the pictures, you know, those iconic first photos of them stepping out of the capsule. And he goes, man, was he the first man on the moon or was the photographer? Because how'd they get that picture? (laughs) And then I think the remote camera, they threw it out and then it landed before that. They they threw a a GoPro out with a selfie stick. stick. (laughs) Didn't didn't they say that um, they made a phone call back to the White House when they when they landed or whatever? Yeah, that's. Yeah. You know, I just uh, featured a. um, Part of the uh, the Red Bull jump, where Felix Baumgarten, mm. you know, jumped from two hundred one hundred twenty seven thousand feet, and the the guy. This was in tw- what time? What year was that? Two thousand was in eighteen, maybe. No, it was, it was older, whatever. Whatever it was, it was I mean, older. I was working for Red Bull somewhere in, in, in in this in the year two thousand plus, mm-hmm. and they said that they were having a hard time communicating with him because he was so high up. 127,000 feet versus 238,000 miles, the moon. <laughs> and Nixon was able to make a phone call from the White should've, House. You should have yeah. dragged a landline like they did. If you had just dragged a landline, <laughs> they, they you'd couldn't have been okay. talk to the friggin', they were losing connection at 127,000 feet. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I've looked at that video and I know the, the, uh, obvious problems with the video, um, and you can talk about it, David, a little in, in some more detail. But um, it, regardless of of that, trying them trying to prove that that's evidence of of a globe Earth, right? Um, that's still fucking way cool that that guy was Bro, like, absolutely, let's do this. Uh, my some hand, people my don't believe he actually did it, but I, I believe he did it. I saw enough footage from the two previous jumps where they weren't using GoPro lenses, mm-hmm. but the one that they aired showed this beautiful curve. And this is all New Mexico. So New Mexico is now a third of the earth. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. I like how um to the, the when when Gordo Gordo from those 
conspiracy guys did his flat earth episode. And this is something that I didn't, maybe I knew it, but I didn't realize it at the time. And he, it's like a six hour episode This because he goes into so much detail and it shows, but he talked about, there was a website called, uh, boy, what was it called? Like the, the real size of Africa. Oh yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And this, it breaks down how big Africa really yep. is. It's bigger than any map ever indicates. Yeah, and I was just completely blown away by that because, if matter of fact, here I got a, I got a little, a little, a little globe here, and like <laughs> Africa is just represented as, like this this part right here. This is yeah. uh, on my camera. That's that's Africa there. And when you look at it on a like a, an actual globe, it's always just this. Oh, this is this little content. No, like that thing is huge. Yeah, it's giant. and it's part of this hidden history, right? This this information that they don't want us to know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this the thing I'm showing in the back right here. Now, clear your minds. Is this a balloon that escaped from a parade you know it's like 300 feet long a giant balloon helium blimp balloon whatever you want to call it or is that 40,000 pounds of steel falling to earth <laughs> oh, is, that, is that supposed to be in a free fall right now is that what that is free, it's, it, it's supposedly in free fall and it, look at it how it just <clears throat> turns slowly with the breeze it's not mm. you know it, it it's supposedly going really fast, so fast that it's about to dematerialize and burn up. Mm-hmm. But it's 40,000 pounds of steel. Jeez. Or like is that okay. a helium balloon? Mm-hmm. That's tough to call. I would say, it, it, it. you know what it appears? It does appear like it's, you see those old World War II videos of like the top view of them dropping bombs? Yeah. That's kind of what yeah. it looks like. That's kind of what well, it looks like. Well, if they, I mean... The guy that's filming this is in an orbiter that's going into outer space. So he's not going down. He's going up. This thing is staying right at the same height, supposedly. uh, Yeah, his camera skills with the zoom are ridiculous, if that's the case. Yeah. (laughs) If he's moving away from that thing, he's supposed to be hauling ass. But that thing stays in frame at the same size, unpixelated. Yeah. And and, and, um, I'm trying to find another video I have. Where was it? It was it in. Uh, it was. I lost it. It's gone. Um. Wow. What did I do with it? David, what when you look for that? Do you um ever listen to Nathan Oakley and the debate that he does? Yeah, I listen to Nathan. I mean, I, I don't listen to him much anymore because I've heard it all. But Nathan, uh, <laughs> you know, he he loves having all the trolls over there and and slamming them. But yeah, sometimes it's a little too hardcore on some things for me. But I like what yeah. he, I like the fact that he's doing it. He, that guy definitely verbally assaults a lot of people. Um, <laughs> here, here, but, but I, I was just going to say this shot from the from the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. So when you ask a glober, where's the land? What would a glober say? It's over the ocean. Okay. Or is it possible that somebody with zero budget shot this from their front yard and just turned it upside down? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's zero budget. NASA gets $65 million a day. Now here's that, that, uh, the, the blimp again. Mm-hmm. That's supposedly the external tank from the space shuttle. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I contend that the space shuttle never carried any, well, I know it never carried any people. And watch, here's Felix. He's going to jump. Watch how fast he disappears, right? Yeah. This thing is 40,000 pounds of steel. Mm-hmm. That's a balloon. Any mind that can think will realize this is the balloon. I don't even know if they're looking down at it or up at it. Yeah. Well, the strange thing about that is if that really is as heavy as they say it is and it's free falling, you would be able to see the wind passing by it once it hits terminal velocity. Um, So definitely a strange video. Um, It's a balloon. The, the, the International Space Station is something that Brian and I have, have not argued about, but uh, during the last eclipse, a friend of mine had taken a picture of it with his camera and he had posted it on Facebook. Well, part of the photo, um, like bottom of the sun, you can see the ISS uh, passing Transit. by, if you will. Yeah. Right. Um, so... <laughs> Go ahead. So when you watch the ISS um, go from horizon to horizon, you have your little app tracker. Uh, app tracker. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, and it's it's literally like a small piece of the sun. It's as bright as the sun, and it travels super fast. Yeah, yeah. So we can scientifically prove that you can't see the ISS with your naked eye if it's where they say it is. The ISS is about the size of a seven forty seven. A seven forty seven is a big plane. Oh, you yeah. put it up at cruising altitude. It's the size of a half it, of yeah. a pencil eraser. It's a yeah, small little dot. Yeah, he was. No, no, you can see it at cruising, at cruising altitude, five miles. Right. If you double the height, you can't see it. Its angular size is too small. Well, the ISS is 50, five zero times higher. Yeah. Okay. So what are we seeing? I don't know. It's a luminary. It's, a, it's something in a, like a wandering star, which we now call planets, mm-hmm. that goes on a much faster cycle. And I don't know what it is, but... Whenever they have these trackers now that all of a sudden, when it transits the sun or moon, if you're in a certain spot, you can get a picture. It's like one second and it's crossing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I don't believe that the ISS transited the moon during a solar eclipse. I don't, I don't believe that could possibly even happen. The chances are one in a trillion. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that, that actually happened. But we filmed it ourselves. Or you know, some a couple flat earthers have, and I think it's just a parlor trick. It's uh, it's either like a YouTube plane with um disguised as a you know in an H shape or has a wearable hologram on it, and you never see it approaching the disk of the sun or the moon or exiting. You only see it transit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you look at the tracker, it's like, okay, if you're at this lot, you know, space in Connecticut, you're going to be able to see it exactly, you know, 7.59 and 24 seconds. But the people like, you know, next town over, next state over, they should be seeing it a couple seconds later. But all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, sudden it stops. It like starts and it stops. Like if it's going transiting the moon, you should be able to see it in different spots all across, but it goes and it starts kind of like an airplane that needs to go refuel or something. It's weird. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, again, it's a parlor trick to make you think you live on a ball. Mm. I think it's maybe lined up Boya with, um, these weird anomalies of, of these frozen planes that people have captured, you know, maybe yeah, like well, you see, kind of stuff. I mean, Possibly. Uh, I mean, you see it with birds, you see it with, you know, and, and I've, and I've brought up before just strange things just happen, you know, 
as far as science is concerned, a bee shouldn't be able to fly. You know what I mean? Right. You have a platypus that's a mammal but lays eggs and has a beak. Like there's sometimes shit's just strange, you know. <laughs> you, you know the the space station is the most amazing wonder of modern technology. They they assembled this thing in space while traveling, you know, seventeen thousand <laughs> miles an hour, and. If you ever watch the spacewalk where they're going out to do something, they're out there for like eight hours and they literally with a wrench loosen one nut on a bolt or something. <laughs> they do like nothing. Like they're not doing any work out there. And uh, the space station was put together. Well, mission control would have to have so many cameras on it and so many engineers on earth going, all right, John, move the module over here, connect this, connect that. But there's zero video of it being built. Zero. Mm -hmm. There's just one animation of it being built. It was never built on earth. Like they built it and assumed it was going to go together without ever building a replica of it on earth. Mm -hmm. That you don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah, no. I mean, even even when you're building a car, you know, there's always a prototype before the, right. the real thing's built. So it is strange that they were so sure that it was going to work and go to go together well and survive this massive vacuum um, right. while also and maintaining life for whoever's living on it at the time. Do you remember the hole? They they, they said they were losing pressure and they realized yeah. it was a tiny yeah. hole. And Chris Hatfield uh, tweeted, they found the hole. Well, this hole is the album cover of another, <laughs> of a, of a, some group from 10 years earlier. <laughs> and they fixed it with duct tape and gum. Okay? Of course they did. Maybe duct tape. America's Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. See, yeah. this, they this one, album, that's the best you could come up with? But see, this is what it's I'm unbelievable. saying. It's unbelievable. They, they do this on purpose, I believe. It, well, do you... Because that's, that's what I'm wondering. Because there's so many things... You know, I don't want to get off topic, but recently, you know, we're seeing Joe Biden in the Oval Office when it's clearly not the Oval Office. Um, and or and Joe I'm, Biden or or Joe Biden, absolutely. So here we go, you know, David. Here we go. So we're at this point in time where it's like, are they just running out of ideas, or or are are they doing this on purpose? You know, who says the world is a stage? Who said that? Everybody Ooh. at this point. <laughs> well, well supposedly that quote comes from Shakespeare. Yeah, but if you look into Shakespeare. He never existed. The world is a stage. The guy who even said it doesn't exist. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's, I think, didn't Ryan talk about that in, in Tartaria and Mud Flood? And um, probably. And, and see, and that's the, the, see, Mud Flood, honestly, if you're, even if you're skeptical, skeptical of Flat Earth, Mud Flood would probably be the easiest. That's like the kiddie pool. You know what I mean? You can start to dig in because mud flood literally spiderwebs into everything else. And everything. so, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm hardcore flat earther, but I am saying just because of mud flood, it'll make you question everything else. You know what I mean? So um, you want, I have a theory on how the mud floods happen. Let's hear it. All right. But first, do you guys listen to John Levy? Uh, YouTuber, he's a, he he's the guy. He does these twenty minute videos on Tataria <laughs> and mud floods, and he he speaks very quietly. He goes, and they came out here on yeah. their wagons with all of their dynamite. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No okay, water. I have seen those. You know, have he, seen those. he's yeah. the best. He just put out a video today. I never miss one of his videos. So, if you want to learn about Tataria? 
go to John Levy, J-O-N-L-E-V-I, and uh, watch every single video he's ever put out. And you can play him at double time, too. Nice. Because he speaks very slowly. <laughs> um, all right, well, we're gonna, what was, was I going to show you? Hey, Truth Hooligans. Man, 2020 was a wild year. And if 2020 hasn't made you think about how unprepared you were, perhaps you need to stock up on some supplies and we'll help you be better prepared in the upcoming disaster for Mother Nature, enemies, foreign or domestic. To so check out our good friends over at PatriotSupply.com. Check out our good friends at MyPatriotSupply.com. My Patriot Supply is a trusted self-reliant supplier of all things survival and preparedness. Prepping isn't crazy. And being prepared isn't crazy. They offer a full lineup of storable foods, everything from short-term to long-term food storage, to the gluten-free options, as well as water and air purification systems. So head on over to our website and click on the affiliates page. Check out MyPatriotSupply.com with a direct link to all your preparedness supplies. Be a truth hooligan and join the millions of Americans who have taken safety of their families and readiness to the next level by staying a step ahead of the disasters at MyPatriotSupply.com. So head over to our website wbconspiracies.com click on that special link under the affiliates page and get prepared today mypatriotsupply.com um, uh, oh your theory on the um, what on caused the, them on the mud floods yeah mm -hmm. yeah so so you're, you're familiar with this theory right with the ring theory so yeah. uh -huh. so life started at the center of the flat plain where the sun was born Okay, this sounds this might sound a little biblical, but I'm just talking about the sun, the S-U-N, not the S-O-N. Right. So that sun um, started oscillating outwards and inwards. So it melted this big puddle. And so let's say the sun was going between the Tropic of Capricorn and the Tropic of Cancer. And it has this big melted area. Then all of a sudden, one day, the sun stopped, didn't stop at, cancer, at Capricorn. It went out farther, and then it only came back to Capricorn. So everything in here, in the inner northern part, would freeze. Okay? So in July, it would still be building ice more and more and more. Everything would turn into glaciers. But out here would melt because the sun is now out here. So all, you know, there's, there's Atarian maps of Antarctica when it was a tropical place. Mm -hmm. So perhaps there was a different sun here. Maybe we'll call that sun Mars and a different moon. We'll call that moon Venus. And all of a sudden it started going out farther. Mm -hmm. So all of the people left here, maybe the Incas and the Mayans and whatever, all of these civilizations that just picked up and left, they're like, it's freaking cold. Let's get out of here. And everybody migrates outwards. Mm -hmm. I call it the outward flow of civilizations. So all of the north freezes over. OK, you might have some Eskimos and some nomads. People are. I go on for a decade, a generation, whatever, 50 years, 100 years, whatever it is. And all of a sudden, a new sun is born in the center and melts out a new puddle. And everyone's like, my savior, right? And so now you have this new world in the center. And they have no idea of the outer world that's, already, that's still there. And so you have this barrier in between us. So this could have a sun which is Mars. And this one has our sun, which is Helios or Apollo. Wow. Right, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. 
And so well, one day if our son moves out and their son moves out, we get another, we get another layer. You with me? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it, it, it does make sense because there are some ancient civilizations who claim, uh, depending on how far back you go, that the moon was never there, uh, to begin with and that the sun looked different. Um, I know it sounds weird because you can't just stare at that fucking ball of light, but you know, there's, there's plenty of evidence from, uh, our sun looks different now than it did 10 years ago. Yeah. There's plenty of evidence to suggest from ancient civilizations that those two bodies w- were completely different and one of them was non-existent. So that's this so- is just speculation, but th- when the, when the sun moves out, so, you know, how they always say if Antarctica melts, the sea levels are going to rise. I'm like, yeah. I looked at Antarctica. It's like Antarctica is only 13,000 miles around. How much ice could it have on it? But they're not lying. Antarctica is bigger than all of the oceans and all of the continents combined. And mm-hmm. it's mostly ice on top of there. If it all melted, we'd all be underwater. Mount Everest would be in water, you know, halfway up Everest would be underwater. Yeah. Right. So they're not lying about that. So if, the sun moved outwards and Antarctica melted. Well, that's going to put a lots of places underwater. We see cities and stuff that are underwater. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that stuff's going to melt, mud floods everywhere. So much would happen and so many things would get buried. And uh, there you go. There's your mud flood. Man, that's such interesting. an interesting theory. That's so interesting because I will say it's kind of interesting as well that the I'm just going to use the word planets because that's what. If I were to say that, everyone knows what we're talking about. That the planets almost seem to be on the same um, horizontal plane as each one. Yeah. Like each one is li- not lined up. That they're right? all chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour, but they stay on the same plane as they're yeah. going around. They're staying like this around the sun. They're not going like this, you know, all over. They're just right. all staying on this plane as it moves through. It's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, how else would you leaving in the globe is retarded. <laughs> I feel like too. Like, how else would you explain that for hundreds, arguably thousands of years, that these ancient civilizations um, used the stars to navigate? Well, it's because they never change. They're always the same. They never change. Right. Yeah. That's fascinating. That's such an interesting theory, and, Dave. And, and, and you know, I know I never understood like how do you how do you navigate by the stars? Because you, know, you look up, it's like I don't know which way I'm going. And if you want to head west, all you have to do is keep the North Star on your right shoulder. As long as the North Star is right up with your right shoulder, you're heading west. Mm-hmm. Right? But if this is the North Star right here, right? If I go this way, I'm heading south. I have to go this way. I have to keep turning to keep my North Star right off my right shoulder. And if I want to go east, I just keep it on my left shoulder and I make a circle this way. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's it. And you want to go south, put your back to the North Star and walk away. That's south. <laughs> that's so it's crazy. It's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. But they make us think that, well, you don't have a degree, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's nonsense. It's so simple. And the stuff, you know, the I have a great, great little meme. It's like what it takes to believe in the flat earth versus uh, the globe earth. It, it's unbelievable. 
It's uh well, that's not even the one. There's one where it's just a massive equation, you know, on a blackboard. That's the globe earth. This mm. is the flat earth. Mm. <laughs> you know, this you can't you can't replicate this, right? On a curve. This you know, you could do this experiment yourself. Get a shiny piece of plastic or sheet metal or something and put a light near the end of it so you see the glare going all the way across, just like we see here. And then bend it a little bit, just put a little arc in it and boom, this will turn into a, a point light. It won't be a streak anymore. It'll just be a point light, mm-hmm. a little point reflection. Mm-hmm. Game over. Water's flat. Yeah. That's so interesting. See, and, and here's the thing too about um, when, when I first heard about flat earth and I, and I wanted to look into it, I came in with the mindset of one, a, this is stupid Two, because we're so vested in the conspiracy world. I, you know, boy, you had made the comment on the last show that you're like, I don't even feel like a conspiracy theorist anymore. Um, this is more truth, the truth movement that we're in. I went into right. looking at flat earth that, Hey, the things that we talk about in this movement are very important. So I don't want something like flat earth polluting the community where there's this idea Same that if, thing. if you Same believe, thing. you know, in flat earth, then obviously, um, then JFK is, you know, false and 9-11 is false and certain school shootings are, you know what I mean? So I was like, I got to go in there and get this out of there. So I know that I, I that way That's I can share with other people. I, I, I was doing the Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole podcast where we investigated the New York event, the Boston event, Connecticut, everything else. And then when I heard it, when I discovered, when I finally looked at Flat Earth, I'm like, holy crap. And then I didn't mention it for six months on the show. I was like, I can't, I can't bring it in. And then I was just like, wait a minute. The truth is the truth. And it literally blew up the podcast. And I started the flat earth podcast after that way better, way better. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's crazy too. Cause um, boy, I don't know if you know this, but three and a half years ago is about when I started. And at that time I could find anything I wanted on flat earth. For right. or against, I could find it. Mm-hmm. And now you can only find against. That's the only thing that you can find. Right. And, yeah. and there's a hundred videos a day going up of nonsense. Just mm-hmm. they're literally taking a hundred craps in the punch bowl every day. <laughs> you can't find any of the fruit. This is how you find the information. It's all here. Like if you go in there and say, what about other space agencies? They're in on it. So you click that. Up come all of the videos showing you that. And if you watch one video, then <clears throat> the next Don't video dive. will be one that the app suggests, not Google. Mm. Okay? okay. So so this will keep your research pure. It'll save you thousands of hours. And uh, it's it's a blast. And now make sure you turn on your notifications. Go to the notifications. Scroll down to FE clock and turn those on. Because if you have the app... I know everyone hates notifications. You get one notification <laughs> a day telling you when the new video is up and what it's about. And it's usually a witty remark by me. So you can suck your day up, day out with a smile. They got him. They're getting him. They're getting him. Oh, crap. He's got one This is my fourth, my fourth interview today. I'm, I'm losing my voice. Oh, man. Jeez, oh, dude. He's staying busy. Um, <clears throat> the last little bit of the show here. Um, do you ever catch any flack still from you know, people who are very new to this, because I, I feel like 
I got into this and, and I didn't have all the answers. I don't, I still don't take answers, but the more knowledge I gained, I feel like when everyone asks me questions about this, it's never one specific set of questions. It's like, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? I'm like, well, let's answer the, this first question first. Yeah. yeah. So when I, when I'm going on a show like that, where they they have no idea about flood earth, I said, all questions are welcome. I'll answer them, but only one question at a time. Mm-hmm. And if they start throwing multiples at me, I'm like, this is, I just stick to one at a time because your brain's doing that. You're trying to defend your core belief. You know, mm-hmm. we were trained uh, that, you know, before we could talk that the earth is a ball and ripping the rug out from underneath somebody completely is, is emotionally painful. Mm-hmm. So people will fight to, uh, maintain their belief system yeah when you did that um debate with um sam and uh brian kalen brian kalen, um I, I i was like man because i listened to it and i i wish i i didn't listen to it live i listened to it after it came out and i was like man i wish i was listening to it live because the point that he brought up about the um or maybe it was just he was talking to sam about it but it was a point about the zero gravity machine that they have well it's not a machine it's the it's a plane, plane. They, zero G plane, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. no machine that they flip a switch and you float. That's not a that's not a real thing, right? And that's the video you're showing right there, yeah. Yeah. So this is a zero G plane, and there was a, this. I think this was the Space Lab. I'm not even sure. A long time ago, they were doing a live, quick interview where they had satellite coverage, and during it, the astronauts slammed into the wall and they cut away <laughs> and they said there was some catastrophic switch, a uh, uh, shift of the, of the sky lab or whatever it was they were in. And what it was is the end of a parabolic flight. So I turned the video sideways and compared it to the end of a parabolic flight. And they're doing the same thing. And watch this astronaut here. He's got a duct tape and something else. He's flipping around to mesmerize everybody. He catches them with one hand. Bam, bam. He catches both of them like he's done it a thousand times before. And she has. Yeah. Okay. So this is literally just a parabolic flight. They're faking the space station. I mean, if you look at. um, Real quick, put that one back up, Dave. So as it slows down, uh, the one that was sideways, when you when you turned it sideways, it'll 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 loop. Hold on. It'll loop through. So if you watch the guy with the camera. And as you yeah. turn it sideways, they're actually falling to the ground, not on their side. Then, then you'd have yeah. to believe if it was, you know, actually a zero G plane, that that guy is walking sideways with his hand on the roof and his feet on the ground, just walking <laughs> after the, you know, gravity's been reinforced or whatever. You, you'll watch it on the side. It's it's so funny. It's so so dumb. So that's yeah, what that, that, right that, there. that that's right there. So. That's yeah, how they, that they walk. Yeah, so there's guy, some guy yeah. here doing the same thing. Yeah, he's walking on the ground. That's why he can do that because he's it's not <laughs> sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I never even thought about. That. That's a good that's a really good point. That's so funny. It's unbelievable. Like this is watch this guy. He fades out. You see him fade out? What the hell? You can see Dude, through him. You can see this out. thing right here. See this thing on the wall? You can see yeah. it through his arm. Right? It's all CGI. It's all complete and total garbage watch watch this astronaut see this thing on the wall look you can see it through his head <laughs> that's patrick swayze 
dude. That's from Ghost. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's uh, Biden's new bodyguard, the Chinese guy. <laughs> okay. So you can see through his head. Hello. This is all CGI, right? You guys have seen this one with Don Pettit. He was showing you how you can drink coffee out of a plastic bag. So he drank the coffee, and there's just a little bit left clinging, and he flows it around, but something went wrong, and it got out of sync, and boom, the coffee leaves the bag. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I'll zoom in on it. This is why they stopped live feeds, because yeah. this even the best even video editing. This wasn't even live, but they didn't catch it. We caught oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. So again, everything they do, they no longer do live feed. That was the one where they all crashed. That was live. That's the last live one they ever did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And then you remember this where uh, Chris Hatfield was singing. He's got his guitar and this guy's holding the microphone. Well, he's it's a green screen and he doesn't realize he's sticking the microphone into his neck and his head. It's inside (laughs) of his throat. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and then oh, yeah, he must have like somebody yeah. must have radioed him. We are like, you're, you know, you got to move. And he he literally uh, weirdly tries to adjust himself. That's and, strange. And there's so many green screen screw ups. It's unbelievable. You just need one though to prove they're lying. We never went to the moon. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? <laughs> so <interesting. laughs> just so watching wild. that thing go inside of his neck is a trip. Yeah, <laughs> and the face he's making. Maybe it is inside of his neck. <laughs> Look, I was thinking about that. And then they cut away, and they got these people taking pictures. It's all a stage fair. It's all nonsense. It's wild. So, uh, David, do you believe that they're, um, it's so decompartmentalized that, true, there are people that are actually in a facility that make bolts, that they're told this goes on a satellite or a space station or what have you. Exactly. And that's all they need to know. Well, when uh, Apollo did, uh, when they did the Apollo program, the NASA farmed out parts to uh, over a hundred thousand companies. I think, okay, mm-hmm. instead of twenty or fifty or two hundred, hundred thousand. That way, everyone can say, "My grandfather, my father worked on the Saturn V rocket." Don't call him a liar. He's not a liar. There's people that make satellites, but you know, satellites don't go uh, on rockets. They are launched from Antarctica. And are floating on balloons. You know, NASA is the largest consumer and owner of helium companies in the world. And they launch all of their satellites in Antarctica on balloons. And what is the purpose of those satellites, do you think? Is it for communication? Because I know that uh, we had talked on the episode that we did that it's not a conspiracy. We know that 99% of all worldwide communication is from fiber optic cables in the ocean. That's that's just a that fact. Is, so that's not a conspiracy theory. Term. That that is a fact. So so the the satellites. So um, I don't know. Maybe they're taking pictures. Maybe they're spying on people. Maybe they're maybe there is some communication form to some of them. But you know that's not the case. You know GPS is ground positioning system, if you ask me. And it only works when you're near populated land. Like if you're flying from California to Hawaii, you get 100 to 200 miles offshore, you go into approximated mode. There's no longer a GPS fix on you. You're out over the open ocean and they're only calculating where you are. If you go over the Amazon jungle, you you know, no more GPS over the Amazon. What, a satellite can't fall over the Amazon? You know, it makes no sense. It's just Mm because there's no ground positioning. Now they have AWACS planes up there. They have, you know, all sorts of stuff. So they may be able to give you temporary or, or intermittent um, 
you know, GPS or, or signals from something like that. But, you know, airplanes use, uh, they use the ground positioning system. That's, that's, I think, very, very valid, valid point. And if, if you, uh, if you fly out uh, offshore in the United States, I go down to Puerto Rico and uh, the DirecTV, they say it stops working because of, of the satellite, Sirius satellite or DirecTV. Uh, it stops because they don't have contractual agreements to use it outside the United States. No, they don't have coverage because <laughs> it's only coming from ground stations. <laughs> I always thought it was interesting. Like if you've ever had direct TV or what have you that uses like satellites, they come and they install this satellite on your house that every, every satellite dish that they install for, for TV purposes points South, all of them point South. Um, and then well, when you the, can the band of satellites supposedly is. Yeah. Well, when you cancel, right. They leave this satellite. They leave the satellite and they take the box that connects to the copper wire and their switch outside. Right. So I'm like, yeah. So you don't need this the dish that communicates with space. You just need that box that has a hard line to it. Yeah, you can well, do whatever you want with the dish. Throw it away. We they left the they well, left the I dish mean, the and the box in the house. That yeah, <laughs> it's picking up an encrypted signal and you need the box and the subscription to be able to see it. I mean, that's what they're going to say. But <clears throat> I think it's um, more complicated than that because. In the 70s and 80s, 80s, yeah, 70s, even, yeah, some, um, when I was a kid, my father lived on an island in the Caribbean and he had a giant satellite dish on his house and it pointed up and it was on a, you can, we had a little dial and it would go to seven different positions in the sky where it would pick up a network of seven to 15 different channels. Yeah, okay. that's satellite raw giant. <laughs> yeah, so so it is picking up something that's definitely because it's pointing up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what they're doing is they're bouncing signals off the dome all the time. There's all sorts of signals being bounced. And you just know you have to just know where to aim, where to have that thing aiming to get that signal. Okay. So there is some satellite stuff that is coming from Something that's fixed in the sky. Now, do they have a transmitter that they shot like a dart into the dome? Or are they just shooting a signal to the dome and bouncing it off? And then if you aim properly, you can get that signal. Hey, what is up, Truth Hooligans? I want to tell you about our good friends over at Cushy Dreams. That's right. Cushy Dreams offers a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flour in cans and pre-rolled CBD joints. Listen, smoking crack is bad for you, okay? Smoke something that's good for you. That's at Cushy Dreams. It's legal in all 50 states, ships directly to your door, and you can enjoy all the health benefits of CBD without getting you high. That's right, under 0.3 grams of THC. Their product is 100% hand-trimmed and grown right here in the good old US of A, baby. That's right. A suck it, a China. Okay. Each batch is slowly cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness and to preserve the flavor of the cannabinoids so you know you're getting the best. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. Cushy Dreams smokable CBD looks, feels, and tastes like high-quality marijuana and is independently lab-tested to show compliance and purity. All of their results 
are posted on their website on each vial that is shipped to you. Each joint or tin you order comes in a specific Indica Sativa blend like Energy, Hustle, Relax, and many, many more. My personal favorite is Relax. Listen, after a crazy 2020, already get into a crazy 2021, and after a 10-hour workday, I just want to relax and smoke me some CBD to really let my mind just kind of soothe on for the rest of the day, if you know what I mean. So head on over to CushyDreams.com and use the special promo code WBC to get you 20% off your first order. That's right. CushyDreams, K-U-S-H-Y, Dreams.com, and use special promo code WBC to get you 20% off your first order. Smoke your CBD, and welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar. You know, yeah, maybe that's why the dish is cupped. So it, yeah. it gathers as much of that signal it can it, and funnels yeah, it. And that's why these the big giant dishes. <clears throat> that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Crazy, right? Wild. Um, last few minutes. Boy, do you have any other questions or anything you want to ask Dave? Um, not, not that I could think of off the top of my head. I think we've covered. For the most part, I'm sure once this is over, I'll, I'll have a whole slew of questions. So we'll just yeah. have to have you back on again at some point. <laughs> well, I just want to tell you, Dave, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that you uh, got to have an interview with Eddie Bravo. Uh, Eddie Bravo is like my fucking jujitsu hero. And, and uh, Eddie talk all the time. Eddie's the man. He gets it. Oh, dude, we got to have you and Eddie on the show, bro. <laughs> Tell him Eddie's big taking a little music. break right now. He's a little bent. He's a little spent, and he, he had a lot of hopes for uh, – uh, he, he smoked a lot of opium along with many of us. <laughs> and uh, he, he's uh, he's just chilling out trying to keep his businesses running with this COVID nonsense. Yeah, I hear that, man. Right. Uh, when I say nonsense, sorry, you, people, people's brains are infected with cartoons. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's such a that's such a, a relevant graphic too. Yeah, uh, I keep, I keep saying of, we live in a cartoon. This whole thing is a cartoon. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an I'm an extra I'm an extra on a shitty sitcom. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, my T-shirt, along with many other Flat Earth T-shirts, are available on my app. You just go into the settings, go down to the T-shirt shop, and uh, if you want to subtly flat smack people or <laughs> flat smack um, or 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 <laughs> pan, you know, pandemic smack them, yeah. uh, it's good. But the problem is, <clears throat> you wear a Flat Earth shirt, Globers see a globe and don't. They, they, that's all they see. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I, I think that people see completely different things depending on where they where their belief system is. Yeah, but uh, it's let me, a good way to start a conversation. Let me ask you this, Dave, and then we'll give you a chance to give you like shout out where all your materials at. But what do you think, uh, or, or where do you think flat Earth goes from here? Right? Have, have we reached the the, the plateauing uh, of of the information, or have you uh, have you heard my interview with Ruth, the hundred and two year old woman? Have not. Have not. So it was actually featured on the app yesterday. So if you do get the app, you can cl- you can click it, or it's on my YouTube channel, which is D I T R H. Um, I interviewed her back in February 2020, and uh, about the World's Fairs because she had gone to World's Fairs and had a memory of it. And I was talking mm-hmm. to her about it, and she was remembering such details when she was five years old that I asked her about. <clears throat> um, where she went to elementary school, she knew the name, the street, teachers, kids in the class. 
I said, what did they teach you about the earth in science class? And I never mentioned flat earth. She looks at me. She goes, they taught me the earth was flat. This is in Mm -hmm. Connecticut public schools in 1920, the 1920s, right? We found other newspaper articles saying the same, that the teachers were being persecuted for trying to teach heliocentrism. A woman from Croatia who said that all the schools in the 1930s taught uh, flat earth. So Mm – the whole idea of thinking that flat earth is, uh, you know, un, um, was written off 500 years ago. It's nonsense. Everybody in the early 1900s knew the earth was flat. And then some reset happened. 1918, we had the, the supposed Spanish flu. All our, our soldiers came back from the war and they were sick and they were sick because they were in foreign lands or maybe they were sick because they had 500 vaccinations pumped into them. And so then they convinced everyone in the world everyone in the United States, at least, to um, get vaccinated to save them so we won't get our hero. We won't kill our heroes. Right. Same thing that's going on now. Same mm-hmm. exact thing. Everybody was wearing masks back then. Everyone's getting vaccinated. And then there was a massive die off and uh, the world was reset. So I said uh, after my Ruth interview, I said to uh, everybody, we don't have much time left. You, the only people that are over 100 are going to remember this. We got to go into old age homes and find them and interview them. We only have a couple of years at that at most, right, to mm-hmm. find a lucid centenarian that can remember this stuff. And everybody was gearing up to do it. And the next week, COVID hit and no one can get into any old age homes to this very day. OK, That's so crazy. I truly believe that Damn. this reset is because of the awakening that is happening. And they are trying to reset the population down to 500 million. Now I always remembered, you know, the, <clears throat> the, um, the Georgia Guidestones, 500 million. That's, that's really low. It's not like, you know, not like it's written in stone or anything. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> it is. Okay. So but I'm like, that's seven and a half billion people or whatever, 7 billion people we got to reduce by. But then I started looking into the population and calculating, you know, there's a bunch of people that have looked into it. I don't think there's more than a billion people on this world, right? Mm-hmm. So then, oh, so I'm like, okay, you know, people have told me that billion number before, and I'm like, ah, maybe four billion, maybe three billion, but one billion—that's too few. A billion is a big number, okay? You mm-hmm. don't realize how much a billion is. Yeah. And uh, so then I started looking at the Deagle report. You guys familiar with Deagle.com? Mm-hmm. So Deagle, D-E-A-G-E-L dot com is a quasi uh, government run uh, site that tells you world populations, the gross national product and uh, and whatnot. And it has um, the populations. Uh, it was put out in 2017. The current numbers are 2017. And then it has forecast for 2025. And it has the United States at 327 million in 2017. And for 2025, it had it at one hundred million and they just reduced it to 99 million a couple weeks ago wow okay that's a huge number so so when we first saw that we reached out to them and uh we tried to get an answer on what where these numbers are coming from and we we got like an answer that just made us more curious it was it was ridiculous but the site's still up and uh and and then I started I tallied all the numbers, all the ups and downs. You know, like China goes up by two million, uh, UK goes like from sixty five million to like fifteen million, I think. And uh, I tallied up the whole world population, and it's a reduction of five hundred million people, about. Okay. Wow. And then all of a sudden, I realized, wait a minute, I think the Earth is one billion people minus five hundred million equals the Georgia Guidestones. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So if you ask me, I think that's their plan. Will they succeed? I don't know. It all depends on if people wake the fuck up and stop yeah. believing in nonsense and, and take their power back. They can't do this without us giving them permission. Mm-hmm. And everybody were wearing those oxygen suff- suff- suffocating diapers <laughs> filled with bacteria. Um, they're, they're poisoning themselves and they're giving away our world to the, oh, to yeah. these elite. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The elite that are running the world are just the people that came in after, uh, I believe, the mud flood. And they're like, oh, look at that castle. Let's move into there. And they became the royals because they lived in the castle. Right. These castles and stuff are from the previous world when the world was united as one. That's so crazy, man. That's so crazy. That's we've we boy we we've talked about that before. I think I've brought it up. You've brought it up. What's like? How do we know there's seven billion people? Because originally I'm from California, and the boy is in in San Diego. Very highly densely populated, mass of people living in one area. Now my wife and I we relocated to Kansas. Have you driven through the middle of this country? There's fucking Dude, I nothing drove across this country. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> There's literally yeah. not. And that's, a, that's the case everywhere. Everyone lives on the water, right? They want you to believe that the, these, the world is overpopulated. I think they said every family could live in Texas and have a quarter of an acre, yeah. right? That's yeah. the seven and a half billion people, okay? Yeah. It, it, it's one billion people. Well, that's when they say, you know, to go back to the actual size of Africa, when they say that there's too many people that live on this planet, when literally every single country could fit inside of Africa, just about, you know, and yeah, it's, it's big enough and, and, uh, rich enough in, in, um, you know, natural, uh, that that we could survive there for no problem, but it is, it's, I don't, I'm not buying the billion thing because i remember when i was a kid they were talking about how there was six billion people right and then it was and then all of a sudden it was at seven billion and now we're like rounding the corner to eight billion and i get it you know they're also telling us that the that the water levels are rising. I lived in the same town for 57 years. I'm in the oh. water all the time. I'm, I'm a yeah. kite surfer. I've grown up in the water and the rock walls are still at the exact same levels that they yeah. were. You know, the water hasn't risen a single inch. Well, you know, especially here living in California, um, when you're a kid, there's always the talk about how the beach cities are going to be underwater in the next decade. California is going to break off into the ocean in the next decade, you know, and, and none of that has ever happened. Not even close. None of it. ever. (laughs) Well, let's get, you know, let's bring in Greta Thornburg. Greta, what's your take on this? (laughs) What's my take on Greta? Yeah. (laughs) She's Uh, just a little puppet and MK ultra, you know, know, crap. What was it? There was, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, because apparently she's, 18 now and there was i don't know if it was a troll or what but um there was some pictures of her in like a flat earth shirt and like a climate like fake climate change shirt or something like that and uh somebody was like oh shit she's waking up you know but i'm, I'm not sure if they were real or not but uh it Probably wouldn't not I, w- I wouldn't doubt it if if you know if she got a little too far away from her leash that she might you know, wake up a bit. 
I mean, there's there's some actors and actresses that have come out and then they just immediately go right back in because they lose everything. Mm-hmm. The girl from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. right? She came out and did a video like, the earth is flat and she was throwing down stuff. And then her publicist got a hold of her neck and she shut right up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, is it worth it for them to lose everything? You know, it's, yeah, uh, right. it, right. and there, there's, there's a lot of people. There's a, a, uh, I think, it was a Russian or a Greek astronaut uh, in an interview. He was in a small interview, and he was asked about space, and he was, he was just fed up. You can tell the guy, you know, he's old, he's fed up, and he's like, nobody's ever been to space. It's a lie. Earth is flat, he said, right? And I could assure you no one has ever been to space. But, you know, people say, well, how come people haven't spoke out? Well, this guy spoke out. Have you heard about it in the news? Have you heard about it anywhere? Can you find that video online anymore? It's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. There's a, there's a Again. video of, of Buzz Aldrin, a guy in the street, asking him if he'd swear on a Bible that he actually yeah, yeah. landed on the moon. He starts freaking out, you know. So, yeah. I think that's why all offered him five thousand dollars cash. Yeah, I think that's also why a lot of the original astronauts that landed on the moon, um, if you watch their interview, they just definitely did not look like they just achieved the greatest thing mankind's ever did. And I think a lot of them became raging alcoholics afterwards because they were burdened with this uh, secret that they were told that if you ever let this out, you know, we'll kill you, we'll kill your family. Right. Um, I believe that's why that one of those astronauts did die. Um, there's a, there's a documentary that was done actually on Netflix, surprisingly, where one of the astronauts prior, like two weeks prior to the launch blew up um, in this launch that they did. Oh, and, but that's Gus Grissom, and he, he hung yeah. the lemons on it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually believed that he was going to be. You know, they had him believing he was going to launch in that rocket, and he saw so many problems with it. So I think that was right when they, uh, you know, they had astronauts believing they were going to go to space. This is my opinion. Uh, and then when they told them they're not, like I believe that <clears throat> the guys that went to the moon first uh, were thought they were really going to go to the moon. And then at the last minute, they're like, you're not going to the moon. And then when they come back, this is them at the press conference. They look like somebody <laughs> just shot their dog. Not like they just went to the moon and were, you know, the first guys on the moon to make it back. Look at these guys. Yeah. If you ever watch yeah. the press conference, these aren't guys, you know, people say, well, they were tired. This is like two weeks after their quarantine. They're well rested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's they I were say, like- forced to lie and they hated it. Yeah, and I think that's accurate. I want to say that um, even Eddie Bravo's brought that up too. That I, I think that they truly did at one point believe that they were going to go to the moon and go into space, yep. and then they were like, "Hey, by the way, you're not going anywhere." <laughs> right? Yeah, they just couldn't handle the burden. Capricorn one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right on, Dave. Man, this has been a fun episode. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Where can people find you know your videos, your your app, your website? My videos, uh, I do nice short videos for people, you know, a couple minutes uh, there. And my the, my YouTube channel is um, D-I-T-R-H. It's just the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H. My website and podcast by the same name, The Flat Earth Podcast. So you can uh, listen to those. 
Start from the beginning if you're new to Flat Earth. And within 10 episodes, you too will lose the respect of your family and friends because you will become a Flat Earther. Right? And the best way to support me is spend the $2.99 as you're buying me a half a beer, a warm beer probably. Um, and it, uh, it's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app by Blue Water Bay. There's a knockoff one that's for free on Android uh, by the same name. Uh, if you get that, don't send me an email telling me my app sucks, okay? Because it's not my app. It's by Blue Water Bay. It's $2.99. And uh, if you're not sure if you want to spend the money, just read the reviews and you'll say. Right on, man. Sweet, dude. Right. We'll, um, we'll definitely be in contact with you, man. Love to have you back on the show. Um, right. When, when Eddie Bravo's done um, smoking his body weight in marijuana, will you get him <laughs> show? show we'll do maybe another flat earth episode and just talk about some conspiracies this was this was way cool sure and if yeah, anybody uh, that's listening has a show that wants to that doesn't believe the earth is flat and wants to have me on you can reach me at info at the flat earth podcast.com and uh we'll schedule uh we'll schedule a, a interview awesome awesome All right, right on cool man thanks so much for coming on the show again we appreciate it brother thank you all right guys thanks all right we'll see you I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Donald Trump, Putin, shit. I'm a human being. God damn it! My life has value. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot.